Whether it's talk about the state of hockey. Just conversing about the world of professional wrestling. Oh my god! Trip, you know what? You just made the list! Oh no! Oh, here we go. Or other pop culture phenomenon. Rob and Dave give you, the listener, their uncensored opinions on the High Sticks and Super Kicks Podcast. The first period starts right now. Welcome to episode number 10. Karen Rock episode. That's what we should start naming these things. The uh, after hockey players. 10. We did. So far we've done 10 episodes. Marion Gabler. 10. The Marion Gabler. Yeah. Whatever. However you say this name. I'm not good with them fern or names. (laughs) You and Don Cherry. (laughs) How does he say guy and Chuck? Oh, no. He (laughs) Sergi Federoff. Surge. <laughs> Welcome to the High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast here on HSSK.com. Dave and Rob, episode number 10. It's all about bad gimmicks today. Could have played bad medicine. but Even hockey. You could have played Taylor Swift Bad Blood. I, yeah, I could have. But no, we went with Old Faithful. Every time I hear that in a car, I start tapping my wrist you and tap stuff. Your wrist. Yeah, I, I even time. tweeted. I think I tweeted CM Punk about that, and I'm surprised it didn't get blocked yet. Hmm. Apparently, when you when you talk shit to him or like bring stuff like that up, he like he just instant block. I'm just amazed that people like that actually read their shit. I know. How many times a day does he get? When are you coming back? I know. <laughs> block. <laughs> We're gonna be in Chicago. Are you gonna show up? Block. <laughs> your wife's hot. Report block. <laughs> Thumbs up, like. <laughs> then block. <laughs> All right, so we have a lot on the uh, on the old uh, <clears throat> uh, on the old prep list here. Um, we can get to that first word in a little bit. Finally, <clears throat> Max Pacioretty gone. It's a good deal. Traded to Las Vegas Golden Knights. Four, Thomas Tatar sauce, tuna, Nick Tuna Tatar, Tuna Tatar sauce, uh, Nick Suzuki, and a second round pick in 2019, which was uh, originally Columbus's for Max Pacioretty, and then in turn Max Pacioretty signs a f- yeah, four year extension. Four. That's that's smart by both of them. That way, if he sucks, Vegas isn't handcuffed like. Bobby Ryan kind of deal. Right. Okay. On top of that, he gets set up with a contract, $7 million a year. That sets that's his, sets him up for the rest of his life. I mean, as long as he's not stupid with his money. But, right. I mean, like, he is in Vegas, so. Um, I would have thought he would have went to the Rangers, but I, Vegas is it's a perfect deal. I mean, he he's going to slide right into where James Neal was. 
It's a perfect replacement for them. And he's a better player than James Neal. He's a better goal scorer. He's not chippy. He's not going to take stupid penalties. He's not going to disappear. So, I mean, I if anything, I think Montreal kind of got shafted. They didn't get, again, They I mean, Tatar is a good player. But again, you put me with you put me with with Datsuk and Zetterberg. I'm going to put up some points. He was scratched in the playoffs. Really? Yeah, he I don't. Was I don't recall. He that, didn't so. play every game like in the finals. Wow. Um, it wasn't like the word two coming out of like Vegas. Like, why the hell did they they trade for Tatar? Like, I think they just in case one of their big guys got hurt, kind of went down. You have somebody to to, to put in there. Okay, I get it. But uh, Suzuki is supposed to be a a, a really good rookie coming up i i read on mm-hmm. vegas that you know he had a really good rookie camp but uh he might be a year away so i mean they really just traded tatar for patcheretti for patcheretti because their draft pick that they threw in mm-hmm. wasn't even theirs right so you know what are, what are they what are the um what are the knights really losing i mean it's it's good look finally max patcheretti leaves a a hostile environment right he can get under the whole because because let's face it, it, it no matter if you're canadian or not or whatever if you play for certain teams there's certain expectations and then top of that list montreal canadians yeah, you go in, you to speak french and... they hire yeah they hire a french co- uh french coach a head coach that can speak french you know it, it's it's there's so much more added to it and, and maybe it's the same with all of um canada from a hockey standpoint but Still, you're now from, you're now under out from under the um, microscope microscope of, of that, and I mean as a as a side note, I mean who's left in in Montreal? Carey Price, Price, uh, Weber, Gallagher, Drewen. Who did they trade? Why am I going blank here? It's okay. It'll it'll, it'll come to it, but like considering who's left, right? You you all right? Ascension. So, the Ascension. <laughs> I love that text the other night. I finally remember. <laughs> Do you remember but, last week's podcast? I couldn't remember <laughs> Connor and Victor's tag team name. I yeah, texted yeah, him back. LOD2. On Monday. <laughs> hey, like I said, you got to it. So yeah. you got to it. Um, but a side story from, from, from there is can, can Mark uh, Bergevin finally be fired? Or does he need to get rid of Carey Price and then he can leave? No, I think that if by the all-star break of this year, if Montreal is in the shitter, which like tank, like tank I mode. think they will be, right? Um, he'll be gone. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean look, at, the, at this point, he's definitely not done Montreal Patrick, any favors. Patrick Wall will be the GM. You think so? I could see it. I could see them bringing back. I, look, I mean, that kind of leads into the next story of uh, Stevie Y. Stepping down as GM with, what, a year left on his deal as GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Did you know that he was commuting? From where? From, from Detroit? Detroit to Tampa. To Tampa? What, d- just for the season? Or, yeah, or like he would he would go home whenever there was a break and then go back to Tampa. Good Lord. No wonder there's the, the little smoke coming out of it saying that he told the players that he's going to be going back to Detroit and everybody's like, for a GM? I think he'll go back to Detroit, but Detroit just signed Ken Holland to a two-year deal. Yeah, two-year year deal. deal, so. So, what? I mean, unless he goes back as, like, team president. Yeah. 
that's that's where I was going with that. That he goes back is a little bit higher than GM. But I, if I'm Eisman, I'm like, why the fuck? Are, why? Like, I get it. My family stayed in Detroit, but why am I going back to De- to, to Detroit, a Detroit yeah. that's that's when, when you have in full rebuild, and you have Tampa that's basically in full Stanley Cup mode for at least a couple more seasons. But he doesn't need it. He's got his rings. Yeah, but to think about it, he wants it. A GM you, ring. You've built that team to your liking. You know, and you don't and, think some of those guys would want to come back, like come to Detroit with him? <laughs> First thing to to breeze right. was like, hey, you know what? I don't really like Tampa all that much. Uh, yeah, I don't like the tax free money that I'm getting. <laughs> but um, I yeah, I go to cold, crime ridden, <laughs> poor Detroit. Yeah, but hey, you know, if I sign with the team, I get like a free car, like uh... you get free Little Caesars pizza for life. <laughs> They don't even make Ford cars in Detroit anymore. No? No, unless we're making a team in Mexico, they're not getting a free car. Sorry, I thought all the jobs came back to USA. No, that's for a different podcast, sorry. (laughs) Um, On the trade front, the... This hurricane is going to be extremely strong and wet. (laughs) What are you, you, fucking Alec Baldwin? (laughs) Because that was the perfect Alec Baldwin impression. Wet. (laughs) Ah... Uh, the Boston Bruins have traded defenseman Adam McQuaid to the New York Rangers for Stephen Kempfer, a 2019 fourth rounder and a 2019 conditional seventh. He's a good number five, number six defenseman. McQuaid, he's got a Stanley Cup. He's slow, but he'll fight. And again, they need someone that's going to be tough because their defense right now isn't too tough. Isn't tough. I'm not scared of Mark Stahl. Maybe they should have really gone to Tampa and say, hey, we'll take, uh, what's his name back? McDonough? <laughs> yeah, we'll take McDonough back. Why not? I don't think McDonough wants to leave it. <clears throat> well, like I said, it's all the taxes. So, I mean, eh, you know, good for the Rangers, I guess. Good for the Bruins. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if it's if it's a swap the for Bruin, player the for Bruins, player. It's, it's a salary dump. Oh, there you go. They want, they want to have some cap space in, to get somebody because they invited Stepniak. Yeah. And somebody else uh, to their camp. But they're, they're just opening up money space. Plus, they have young guys on defense like Carlo that's ready to step up and play. Uh, we go into a little controversy. Uh, apparently, David Booth has an issue uh, with football's Colin Kaepernick about his Nike Go commercial. Um. I don't see. I don't. So David Booth quoted on Twitter: "Believe in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Does this mean you can fly a plane into a bill? Oh, wow. Really? Does it, does it always have to come back to yeah, that? I know. David Booth? How even can, if it's Mike Richards coming from behind and uh, flying his elbow into my head? How can I believe that there should be no head contact? Uh, how can so many people from Nike? And this is all from David Booth. How can so many people from Nike be this ignorant to uh, to the logical fallacy that this?" person entails it's absurd i really don't understand why why do you support this here's here's why nike supports this okay now not even getting political about it yes what are we doing right now talking about it exactly so they're winning and all those fucking stupid asses that are burning their sneakers in the street. You know what Nike's saying? I don't care. Okay, cool. Because we got you your money. Bought, you already bought them. It doesn't... 
that it's a, it's this is a hockey podcast, and I'm not going to get into like the, and it, the moronic and this this ideals kind of, that people have in this country. This this also kind of bleeds and breeds into the the kind of conversation that we had a few episodes ago, where you you want players to to be more like flashy, show skills, be more open, and all that kind of stuff, which we both agreed on. And then something like this happens, where sure he's discussing his own personal opinion opinions in an extremely negative light in a time period where there's a lot of dissension so how is this the good for no dissension oh, okay. <clears throat> we just rename episode 10 to the ascension <laughs> I, I just when when did the, i mean it was it wasn't a hockey player that did this why i don't it's just people that want to make yeah, and it, yeah, it's it's all for show, I guess. Kind of bleeds into the next one too about the New Jersey Devils, and this is I didn't put this in because we're both fans of it. But the Devils have been tapped to participate in a hard knock style uh, show uh, for their their preparation for their game in Sweden. Um, when I first saw this personally, uh, while I want my team to be more out there, to be promoted more, to be more. You know, to show off the personalities of our team. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Then I think about what personalities do we really have? An MVP and a guy who beat cancer. I'd love like it to be like Nico. Just is he just playing he's, Fortnite he all is, night no, long? He is the f- fucking. <laughs> he just rips on people like it's like a roast because <laughs> he just doesn't look like it. Like and, then, and then all of us fans are looking at it, going, "Really? Wow. What?" Like he's just harsh, like like he's the Jeff Ross of the <laughs> NHL. <laughs> Who's doing it? Like the NHL one? The NHL Network is kind of doing it, yeah. And the NHL Network's gonna only film it. I assume it's not so, gonna yeah. be. It's not like MSG. HBO. It's not, no. So it's gonna be stupid. It's gonna be watered down. There's not gonna be people. There's gonna be no cursing. There's gonna be. They're gonna take any sort of controversial thing, like a head contact, concussions, out of the picture. No, it's I mean, gonna it's gonna be every Swedish player that we have, which is what two Brett, <laughs> Nico, Mojo, no, Nico Swiss. Oh, well, That's Sweden, Swedish. Those are different countries. Oh, they you are? Need to get you. Yes, yeah, we got enough wall space down here. We'll do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it, you're, it's gonna be it's gonna be one of those like oh look you know we 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 practiced good for a, a good sixty minutes and now we're gonna frolic here in the in the forest and look at pretty flowers and talk about how I grew up playing wanting to play hockey. Yeah, this is where I grew up. Yeah, um, I, I just don't want it because any team that's ever been on like hard knocks on yeah it's it's not on a, HBO it, always is like an awful team it, it, and it's almost like the the um, Sports Illustrated jinx that they keep talking yeah. about at the, at the beginning of a season they put your they put your football team or whatever on there or whatever it is <laughs> done it's the NHL jinx too yeah the players that are always on the cover on the cover of the, the the game right yep I, I don't know I'm, I'm sitting here shitting on it but I'll probably watch it of course. Just because you're, you're you'll be interested, much like David Booth talking smack, we were talking we were talking about it. This the devils being on there, fine. That's I mean, listen, if it's just strictly us, I don't know why, but if it's us and um, God, who are we playing? I forget. Uh, Edmonton. Edmonton. It, okay, if you have both teams on there, that, that you know, it, it's a if it's a combined effort, great, fine. How many episodes in before they do the like if they're doing Edmonton and us mm-hmm. before they mention? 
one for one. Larson for Hall. If they start with Edmonton first, I think it's going to be within five minutes. Edmonton's got some. Has Larson for Swedish. They have Clef uh, Bomb. So it works. I hope they do both. Because if it's just us, it's going to be boring. I, I can just tell that right now. Yeah, but <clears throat> who would have thought this would have happened if we still had Lou? Wow. It's true. <laughs> uh, since you brought that up, a uh, short side topic. Somebody asked him uh, from a reporter standpoint if, um, you know, is he concerned about the team after Tavares leaving? And basically he said, what am I going to do? It, I mean, it, it's it, – it would no, no, he said basically like it, – it would have been something dramatic if the player won a championship or did something here. <laughs> but he, he didn't, gave, so it's not. <laughs> he gave the same answer he gave like about Parisi. Hey, look, we did. We gave our best shot. You know, he wanted something different, and you know, we wish him the best of luck. Arrow. <laughs> but but to, but to read like the swipe of like, well, you know, he didn't win championships. Here, I'm like, whoa. Lou's getting ballsy in his old age. He's a fan favorite. Yeah, but he didn't win anything. He was a fan favorite. <laughs> there you go. He is, a, he is a good player. Yes. That's why he got his, his big deal. All right, so we move on to uh, the Blue Jackets general manager. You can say this name because I'm not good at the Ferner names. Yarmo. I got that one. Kikalainen. Sure. Saying that he still hopes that he can sign uh, Panarin and Sergei Bobrovsky to extensions, but he said... He won't wait too long and risk to losing them to unrestricted free agency. Um, he wouldn't commit either to either being on the team when the season starts October 4th, fueling those all those speculations in past weeks that Panarin and Rangers... I don't know where Bobrovsky would go. Bobrovsky wouldn't go to the Rangers. Uh, who needs a goalie? Nah, what the hell? We'll take no. We'll take both of them. No. For a seventh-round conditional pick. I'll tell you who could use a goalie. Who? Chicago. Hmm. they're saying that Corey Crawford's, Crawford's not still ready. Gonna be... Okay, I don't remember Corey Crawford's hit, but... He has vertigo. Ooh. That's what they're saying. Ooh. Not the U2 song. <clears throat> but uh, Panarin and Bobrovsky to Chicago <laughs> for... They'd have to. They have, have to dump, dump one of their top two. Of, they'd have to dump a lot of contracts. Yes. And who is Columbus's backup goalie? Mm, I could look it up if you'd like. Is it Curtis McElhaney? Let's look it up, Columbus. It's. I think it's Curtis McElhaney. If it's not Curtis McElhaney, I just like saying that name. I think he might be in Toronto. Give me the initials first. Give you the okay. Well, all right. let's let's find it on here. Let's look at their roster on NHL.com. Plug um, forwards. Hmm. Hmm. You're zero for one. What are the initials? JK is one. The other one is JFB. Well, that's Baruby. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. J.K. First name, Jonas. Jonas. No, I got you. I'm done. <laughs> Corpus Allo? Yeah, I wouldn't have got sure, that. Sure. He's from Finland. He's a rookie. Yeah, I know who he is. <clears throat> so, hey, I'm sure. Throw him in a deal. They're, they'll hmm. definitely need somebody. Chicago. I mean, it's, it's, Columbus it's, would need a goalie. 
and not sure whether we're talking about fantasy or not, but we can bring up the name Carlson again, part according to um, Darren Drager, who I don't know if you can put any stock into what he says or not. I don't know. He is a quote-unquote NHL type of NHL insider. So um, he was mentioning that talks for Carlson are starting to heat up. He's not saying anything is imminent, but within, he said, one to two days. um, I'll give it a few buffer, maybe a week or two. I don't know, obviously. But the famed Twitter account of NHL Confidant, who, who, who... Let's just put it this way. Who also has a side job as a weatherman because he never gets anything right. (laughs) Has stated that Eric Carlson, Bobby Ryan, and the third-round pick will be going to the New Jersey Devils in exchange for Mikey McLeod, Pavel Zaka, Damon Severson, and the Devils' first-round draft pick. Not mentioning what year. mentioning that someone in the Devils PR department has confirmed that the Devils have begun creating promotional material for Johansson and Eric Carlson, and wouldn't it be great to say blah, 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 blah. I think if that trade is true, it messes up our lines. Because... You just just blew out a defense. A a young defense. Yeah. Unless you think Micro Mueller is going to be gonna pick you, up the slack you would have you would have to lean heavily on freaking what's his name green and butcher and no lower lovejoy lovejoy somebody's gonna be out of the position think about of that four, of someone that's a four five six mm-hmm. five six is gonna is be gonna playing be, like a three four role yeah. but just in in just hearing something but i mean like then again you do get carlson if he signs the extension which which they th- this this nhl confidant even said have, that they're working on an extension with him too I mean, in theory <laughs> all right that would work but forward wise somebody would be out of position because let's go with the line combinations of brett nico hall mm-hmm. then you're gonna have well you can't put Zaka there anymore so now you've got to move Zajac from third line to second line so now it's going to be Zajac Palmieri Mojo you're telling me we're paying Bobby Ryan seven million dollars to be a third line winger look with who centering by the way because you're trading Zaka and you're trading Mikey McLeod who's and you and you want to put a rookie as a third line center to, to have third-line minutes? I, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't. I, 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 I wouldn't mind what Ottawa, like, to sound like an NHL trade. <laughs> I don't mind what you're giving up. <laughs> but I, I just think what we're giving up. Considering what we don't have. I don't know about Zaka and McLeod. One of them, yes. I'd feel, I'd feel better giving up Brett. Than giving up Zaka, because he he kind of because then at least Bobby Ryan could slot in mm-hmm. to that right. And maybe Ray turns around and trades fucking Bobby Ryan somewhere else, but whatever. I'll believe it when I see it. That's my th- right my feeling. Now on top of that, um, there was news what from Ottawa not on last year, but Ottawa was saying basically that they are are rebuilding essentially. 
pointing out like how the Rangers, you know, waved the white flag before the All Star break or whatever it was, saying that we're we're totally rebuilding and we're dedicated to rebuilding and this, that, and the other thing. <clears throat> then it came out that Matt Duch- Matt Duchesne wants to wait to see what happens to Carlson and Stone um, before he makes his decision on whether or not to stay He's with gone. Ottawa or not. He's gone. <laughs> Let let us here at the High Sticks and Super Kids podcast be the first to be your agents and say, just, just leave. leave. <laughs> Go to the Rangers. Go somewhere else. Leave. Like he he's probably calling Canadian Airlines now and is like, if I book my flight now <laughs> for like what kind of same? for like early April, <laughs> yeah, like the first week in April yeah, to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Can I book the whole flight and bring my house that I have here and all my stuff? <sighs> Or does he just slowly open up storage containers in other con- in other states <laughs> and every road trip just drops something off? Like, oh, I'm just I'm, going to bring the couch on the flight and then ho- leave it there. Hopefully in his, um, his, his smartphone, he has some type of notepad application where he can say what the name of the storage facility is and what pseudo name yeah. he's put down. Yeah. <laughs> My name is Matt. Uh, Jones, <laughs> <laughs> Matt. I don't want to play for Ottawa, yeah. <clears throat> Senator. Thank you, Matt Senator. That's it, Matt Senator. <laughs> at your service. And then the and and the eighteen year old behind the desk going, Matt, what? Yeah. <laughs> so there you go for the uh, NHL news and notes for the week. There were a lot of shit on this week. Well, you know why? Because hockey starts yeah. soon. Hockey starts, what, five days, four yeah. days from now? Um, so we move on to our favorite topic, and does this mean we're we're kind of at the end? We're, yeah, we're getting we're, it. We're there's getting three it. more. Well, there's these three, and then there's three, three more because I skipped Vegas because, let's be honest. Oh, come on. Vegas will be fun. That no. We can dedicate a whole show to that. No. No. Mount Rushmore, the NHL Mount Rushmore this week has teams such as the St. Louis Blues. There's I hope only you... three teams this week. Oh, did I say four? Yeah. Oh, whatever. We can edit that out and I can dub it in, whatever. The St. Louis Blues, I'm surprised you left Martin Brodeur off of that list. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Toronto Maple Leafs. That one's a toughie, I would think. Would have been. Toronto was tough. Yeah. Um, Tampa, believe it or not, is kind of tough because there was a lot of players that were there at the beginning mm-hmm. that had such an impact, but whatever, we'll move. We'll get to that when we get to it. St. Louis, St. Louis. Uh, I have Bernie Federko. Bernie Federko is one of their all-time greats. He's their leader in goals, assists, games played. Um, he had a killer mustache <laughs> when he played. <laughs> so at the end of this, we need to to realign what our. Um... I'm just picturing if you're really making a Mount Rushmore. And you had to do the killer mustache. Wow. How cool that would look on a big stone <clears throat> statue. From from day one when you set out your what your what your guidelines are for this Mount Rushmore thing. Fast forward all these weeks later, you're now doing looking at how mustaches would look. Well the stone. guy had he, he's their all time leading scorer too. I'm not just picking him because of his mustache. Oh, okay, mustache. okay. <laughs> because when we get to Vancouver I could pick Harold Sneps, who had the greatest mustache. Um, I had Brett Hull. Of course. Obviously, you have to have Brett Hull and Adam Oates. You can't have Hull without Oates if you're talking about St. Louis. Uh, And then I had Curtis Joseph because he really, I think, hit his NHL prime. I mean, I know he played for Detroit. Mm -hmm. He played for Toronto. um, 
but he really hit his prime when he was in St. Louis. And then for honorable mention, I had Pronger. Okay. He was, I believe he was the league MVP when he was in St. Louis. Um, Chris Pronger, a former Philadelphia Flyer. And <clears throat> Anaheim and Hartford Whaler. Oh, oh. Uh, Craig Janney, he was the Adam Oates to Brett Hall before Adam Oates was there. Uh, great, great passer. And then I Al have McKinnis. Al McKinnis as an honorable mention because I'm pretty sure I put Al McKinnis down for Calgary. Well, we can look that up or if anybody wants to let us know about that. But still, it's it's difficult to do a Mount Rushmore. Like even if you say somebody like Wayne Gretzky, right? Yes, I know. It's You think of Wayne Gretzky, you think of him as a king or you think of him as an oiler. A lot of things you can make these lists. He has he would have to be on both, so it, it's tough to yeah, have to do he this. He definitely would have had to been on the Kings too, because I mean he put. I think if Wayne Gretzky does not go to L.A., you don't you don't have Anaheim, you don't have Arizona, mm-hmm. you might not have Dallas. So these these are tough lists, you might especially not have Tampa Bay, for, which is for, our next group for 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 a hockey historian like like you are. Or I'm sorry, a hockey I'm lifer. A maven, damn it, a maven. Well, you know how long, you know how long you have to be to be a maven. Uh, long enough to have a turkey neck. <laughs> you know how annoying you have to be to be a maven. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you know what? If you bring a duck and a cigar, I'll be your Matt maybe, Matt Laughlin. Maybe maybe they'll bring him back to replace Deb Placey. No, they 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 news came out today that Deb Placey. Well, for those who don't know, those who are New Jersey Devils fans, Deb Placey decided to um, put in her two week notice to the New Jersey Devils slash. Um, Madison Square Garden Network of 23 years, I believe it was, to yeah, move she was on with to the Islanders first <clears throat> to go to the NHL Network. So now her and um, our, our 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 famous uh, ice fire and ice blog Tom Galetti are now working back together again. They actually replaced her today with some some chick here in the local area that was on Fox Five doing sports stuff. Mm-hmm. And and not to sound sexist, but if you look at Deb Placey and you look at this person, you, you could think Deb Placey's pissed. <clears throat> I don't know why they wouldn't just hand it to Amanda Stein. A lot of people were saying they wanted Amanda Stein. I voted for Amanda Stein. A lot of people were saying Julie, uh, she's got a really long the name. Cat Gaffney. Who? Julie Cat Gaffney from Mighty Ducks. Come on. You and the hockey references. Goddamn. Tampa Bay Lightning. I think you just have to look at their Stanley Cup team, and you could pretty much name their... Their uh, Mount Rushmore. If you didn't put the first two on that list, I would say even the first three. I have Keep on Vinny. that that last name that you have on that list. Mm-hmm. The last last one. Keep that for last because we'll make a <clears throat> RNF reference for that. Uh, Vinny Le Cavalier. Vinny Le Cavalier. Yeah, he was huge. Kind of. Fizzled out at the end of his career when they when he went to Philly. Um, See, like, was, it, it's crap like that. I don't remember. Like I barely remember. I I barely remember him as a flyer. Yeah. Barely. Yep, he was supposed to be like the Mike Richards replacement, and he just kind of <laughs> fizzled out. Uh, Marty St. Louis. Not a not a former Ranger. No. Oh my no. God. Uh, Brad Richards. Okay. Who yeah. was huge with their Stanley Cup win? Um, How had, many people remember that Brad Richards won a cup? People in Tampa <laughs> Bay do. 
outside of Tampa. And then I have Steve Stamkos because he course. really has been. And then honorable mention. Is this the name of the next name? Uh, last third name. Uh, Darren Poopa, <laughs> who was one of Tampa's first kind of goalies. I mean, you could have went Chris Contos. You could have went Dave Anderchuk. Guys that were there for a long period of time. Okay. Uh, Chris Gratton, who was one of their, I think he was their second draft pick ever. Like, I meant like their second year. Second year pick, okay. Um, he was a great player. He was drafted as a goal scorer out of the Ontario Hockey League. And then he he came, he became a good kind of shutdown forward center. Uh, he was huge. And then my last one there is Roman, Roman Hammerlick, who was their first overall pick ever. And he was he ended up being a good serviceable defenseman. He wasn't like a real good point scorer, but I think he was their one of their leading scorers as a rookie. You can always remember the only times I ever heard the name Roman Hammerlick. Didn't he also play for the Canes too? Like towards the end, uh, he played. He played, he played for a, a few. bunch. Yeah. So I mean, that's where I kind of remember him from. But um, I always remember uh, radio duo Ron and Fez talking about Roman Hammerlick. It was like the first time I ever heard of them talking about some kind of hockey player, and Ron Bennington would not get off the name Roman Hammerlick. <laughs> just the last name Hammerlick. Just Hammerlick. Of course. There's been. I mean, maybe that'll be a. A segment on our show in the future, like hockey names that hockey sound names? really perverted. Of course. <laughs> Maybe on one of those off weeks, you know, when, yeah. the, when the teams have a bye week. Dale, Dale. I was thinking uh, a couple of them. Uh, don't, don't ruin it. Uh, it's called I have Toronto, which is another Oof. original team, which is tough. It's almost as bad as, not as bad as, but as tough as like the Islanders, Islanders teams. And oh, who else? The Canadians? Oh, any of the original six, like Boston. Yeah, there's probably two you definitely have to have on your list. And then there's got to be, like, then your other two are like, well, who the, do, who do I leave out? Like, right. Um, Thank Darryl, God you. Daryl Sittler, who I believe holds the record still for points in a game. He had 10 points in one game. That had to be back in the time when, like, it was the, you just shot at the goalie and the goalie just, like, was, ducked. I think he had six goals and, like, four assists. And I I want to say it was, like, the late 70s, early 80s. Will hockey ever get back to that? Yes. Really? Yeah. It will. We, it, we, I don't think it, it's going to be any time soon. There's going to have to be, like, a drastic change. But there, I think... Yeah, it'll... take away their equipment, shorten the mask, and let them just start flailing. Then You can't save pucks. You just have to flail. Yeah. Uh, I have Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin, one of my all-time favorite players. Mm-hmm. Because he wore number 13. I was actually going to say, who was the one NHL player you modeled your game after? <laughs> oh, Jim. <laughs> it Uh-oh. depends who you ask. Uh-oh. My college, my college people will tell you that I was more like Avery because I talked shit and slashed and hooked. Sure. My high school people will probably say I wasn't like the fastest skater. I didn't have the hardest shot. I was. They'll probably tell you I was a chippy hanger. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm gonna have to come back to that. It wasn't Sundino. Okay. I was. I you was, just like the no. I wore thirteen. I went. To, I, I grew up my whole life as number ten. And then when I got to high school, 
there was a senior who had never made the team, but now he had made the team, and he won, he was a soccer player, and he said, oh, I'll take number 10 for Pele, and I just looked at him like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you're just <laughs> taking a number. You're... So I took 13 because that was Solani's rookie year. Okay. And then I stuck with 13. 13. So I'd say Solani. I was always a shoot first, ask questions later kind of guy. Like, I'd shoot, and if the guy on my line's like, well, why didn't you pass? I was like, because I had the fucking shot. <laughs> this this falls back on the whole you were a dick part of your oh, playing yeah. days. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bjorn Salming, one of the first Swedes to come over mm-hmm. and play in the United States, kind of set the uh, the tone for Swedes. He wasn't a pussy Swede. He was, he was kind of a tough guy. And then I had Dave Keon. Very underrated goal scorer in the league. But then, again, for Toronto, you have to have so many other ones, like Wendell Clark. Mm-hmm. And again, great, also great mustache. Just played for the Flyers, too, right? I think. Uh, he played for the Capitals. I mean, he played for Quebec. He played for the Islanders. He did not play for the uh, Flyers. Why do, why do I think Wendell Clark played for the Flyers? Uh, yeah. That's... Those are the big ones that he played for. And then Frank Mahalik, who's one of their all-time greats. Mm-hmm. And then Dougie Gilmore. Dougie I Gilmore. Have a Dougie Gilmore jersey. Toronto Dougie Gilmore jersey. Nice. But love Dougie Gilmore. Killer. Perhaps that's why Lou Draft brought him over to our uh, Oh, he, That was team. a good pickup for us. It's just unfortunate that we... I believe we gave up... You can look this up. I want to say we gave up Stevie Sullivan for him. Sounds familiar. And, he, and Gilmore only lasted like that season. And then he Maybe. left a free agency. Right? And then he left. But Dougie Gilmore and Dave Ellett were the two players we got back. So, moving on, our... He, before you, uh, Steve Sullivan, Jason Smith, and Alain McCauley. Yep. Those, I mean, Alan McCauley never really turned out to be what we thought it was. Jason Smith was a good defenseman. He went on to Edmonton and became their captain for a long time. Um, he was supposed to be like the next Scott Stevens. But I always liked Stevie Sullivan and Jason Smith, and I thought, man, no, like that's one of those trades where you go, well, you can get Dougie Gilmore, but you're giving up this. But what if we don't keep him? Like today talking about the Carlson trade like before he comes to the Devils he, he you and before he comes he's to any be team locked up yes and he's going to be locked up so our our gimmick today the gimmick you I have to say with the fact that you've basically brought out like you know show stuff for the next I don't know like 16 years you brought up some good stuff thanks you, you 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 bring life to this party I, I try so Funny sponsorship slash theme nights of the past. Or bad NHL gimmicks for arenas. So I don't go uh, go to the bottom. Bottom up. We'll work our way up. There you go. So we we have, uh, will you put on here what, like top five? Yeah, Yeah. top five here. So during the 2007-2008 season, the St. Louis Blues held mortgage nights. (laughs) What? Mortgage nights. On several Saturday night home games. Wow. But I think their arena is named after a mortgage company. So it probably makes sense. Um, Bucky fans were selected and had their mortgage or rent paid for for 
four months. Four months. Four months. And all we got was this stupid little glass thing of the whole arena lasered into it. Yeah, four <laughs> months. Like, that would have been nice. Like, for me, that would be, like, almost $12,000 saved. See? Look, we put it on a... Is stu- it just the mortgage or does it count my taxes, too? Cause that- I have no idea. But but the fact that... Well, and here's the other thing, too. What are the caveats? You know, when 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 Oprah gives out cars, right... Or you, you win a car, tax. yeah. Or when you win cars on like the Price Is Right, you don't get the car for free. The other, the one I learned about is like the HGTV. Not to sound, you know, feminine here, but the, like the the Dream House giveaway. Yes, you have to pay the taxes on that. On the property, yeah, you can get do a free. You, do you know that only one person has ever kept the house? <laughs> no, I didn't All know the that. years that they've done it, and they do it like three times a year. One person has kept the house. Of course, because if you. Look, if, if anybody has owned a home, property taxes are fine through the roof, especially here in the tri-state area. So if you're going to build a beautiful, monstrous house on, on, dollar a, house. on, a, on a cruddy property, guess what? <laughs> you're paying a good chunk of property tax. All right. So we go up to number four. Number four, Charlie Sheen Knight. <laughs> Charlie Sheen Knight. When he was having some difficulties back in 2011, the Bakerfield Condors... Uh, wouldn't let the opportunity go. They staged Charlie Sheen night. If you dressed up as a Charlie Sheen movie character, you got into the game for $2.50. Now, I know it's not a hockey reference. I totally would have tried to dress up as as, as him from Major League. Oh, I came here the other day Vaughn. with the with Ricky Vaughn shirt on. <laughs> uh, if you brought a clean drug test, <laughs> you got in for free. Hashtag winning. Now, you're going to see that a lot of these are minor league. Of course. Because you have to get people in. People into the building. Like the next one, the Long Beach Ice Dogs, which have a really cool logo on their jersey. It's like a, almost like an uh, American Bulldog with a chain. Like and, Junkyard Dog-ish? Yeah, and it, it's got like a skate at the end of it. Nice. It's, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's again, for minor league, they're different logos. Uh, they did Desperate Housewife Thong Night. For the first 1,000 women in attendance, they went home with a promotional ice dog thong. thong. They could also buy $2 beers and $2 hot dogs. <laughs> we used to crave dollar hot dog night, and here they are. Two- Can giving- you imagine a $2 beer night at a Devil Ranger game? or a Ranger Islander game, there would be brawls in the crowd. There would also be puke. Oh, yeah. People everywhere. the section again. Uh, Number uh, two is the New York Islanders held... I actually remember this one. The New York Islanders held Santa Claus night in which any fan that dressed up as Santa was admitted for free. Now, don't ask me why... They would do this on a ranger night, <laughs> on an Islander ranger game. So dozens of fans dozens of. showed up with Santa, and they got in for free. And as soon as they got into Nassau Coliseum, they took off the Santa outfit, and they had ranger jerseys on. <laughs> so it led to, if you've ever been to a 
Ranger Islander game, tons of brawls. Of course, of course. And our number one on our the list. Number one, uh, the Milwaukee Admirals, which also have a pretty cool logo. Uh, after swimmer Michael Phelps was photographed smoking weed uh, out of a bong, they had Don't Be Like Mike Night, where they let fans named Mike, Jane, Cheech and Chong <laughs> into a game for $2. And anybody that showed up with a dare certificate got in for $2 as well. Also, if you had an Olympic gold medal, you could have got in for $2. Those are some bad, bad gimmicks for to get people into a hockey Into game. your arena just so they I mean, can... I w- mean, the devils do some cheesy stuff. Like Star Wars Night is pretty cheesy, and, and honestly, I think everyone does that. Since since the the and and a lot of people they did WWE Night, where they brought in Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and everybody did the Yes chant. Now, for those who are not Devils fans, the Yes chant is an it, Islander thing. It's an Islander thing. Unfortunately, the Devils. And then the next night, he went to the Islanders game and did it. Gimmick infringement, man. That's not right. <laughs> I mean, and the Devils do the whole Ric Flair woo thing, so. So why not bring in Ric Flair? <laughs> or if you dress up like Ric Flair, you can, you get like a half price ticket. I'm sure the Devils would be, you can dress, if you dress up like Ric Flair, you can woo all night long. Yeah, they would never give away. No, they would never give anything for free. <laughs> bring back dollar hot dog night. They are, they will a couple times this year. We saw some promotional stuff come from them. There's an 80s night, a 90s night with bobbleheads attached to those nights. But Although see, it's like, not it's not player bobbleheads. Night, do you get a discount or nineties night? Do you get a discount on a ticket? Because you want people in the building. You don't give a shit about. D- didn't they do the- something last year with regards to eighties night where they rolled back the tickets to like eighteen dollars and and or nineteen dollars and eighty two cents or something like that a ticket like that Again, that kind cool, of stuff like but like we don't see like they don't promote that mm-hmm. enough they do it like the game before and it, again it's a Tuesday night Calgary night but just get people in the building <laughs> so now we're gonna talk about is this uh, the hockey news where it- yeah this is this is one last uh, thing for hockey um, I think it was uh, NBCSN put out. Um, a poll where fans can um, vote on uh, will a team have greater or lesser point totals um, for all of their teams. Um, can you see it okay on, on yeah, your yeah, screen? That's no, good. So, I mean, from all the way, we'll do it all the way from the bottom. Uh, fans voted that um, the, the, Ducks. <clears throat> the Ducks will have 79% fewer goals this season. I... No, uh, points. Points? Yeah, points. This points season, sorry. Goals. Points? Uh, the du- yeah, it's points. Mm. Like, do you think that they'll have yeah, less yeah, yeah. points? The Ducks, the Islanders, the bottom five are the Ducks, the Islanders, the Wild, the Wild and the Bruins. The Bruins and the Capitals. The only one I could real two I could agree with are the Islanders are going to be horrible, so they're definitely going to have less points. And I think the Capitals will have less points. But not as less as there's the folks were no, voting. The, per, the percentage is seventy one percent of the people think yeah. that they'll have more points or less points. So most people think that the Islanders are going to be awful. 
the Ducks, the Bruins. I mean, they're going to have less points than what they had. The Bruins had over 100 points this year. Are they going to have less points? Maybe, because Buffalo's going to be a little bit better. Right, right. And Toronto's going to be a lot better. So those games that Boston won easily are now going to be more of a bigger struggle. Um, the Capitals are, as you said last week, are going to be hungover. <laughs> Which, to counteract, uh, they ask somebody on, on the uh, on the Capitals, they're like, you know, just, you know, are, are you done partying? And essentially, his answer was like, yeah, man, this is just, it's just too I have much. Baby. I have baby. I have boy. <laughs> no, it wasn't Ovechkin. Come on, Ovechkin probably parties for no other reason than he woke up in the morning. Yeah. Now, the top five that people think will have more points than they did last year, and can't really argue with any of them. Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. Next week, you may see our preview for, the, I believe I did the Atlantic Conference and whatever one the Kings are in. Pacific? Yeah, I think I did theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo's going to be better. 76% of the people thought that Edmonton it's is gonna going to have more, more points. points. I don't know. I, I don't see how. They, they didn't do anything to, to update their roster. And they got a goalie, but, yeah, maybe they just think, like, a fine wine, they'll get better with age. Maybe they need to do more one-for-ones. Yeah, I'll take uh, McDavid. Four, seventh-round conditional pick. <laughs> For, let's, let's Wait, wait, hold on. Are you the NHL confidant? For Nico. I would do McDavid for Nico. Okay. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think so. Uh, Arizona is going to have more points. I think Arizona is going to be a bubble team. They might be the team that's 9-10 pushing for the playoffs just because some of the other teams in the West are going to kind of fall off. Uh, St. Louis, 70% of the people think they'll have more points. On paper, they're a stacked team. St. Louis? Yep, mm-hmm. and then Toronto just because the yeah. Tavares effect. People think that JT is gonna push. Now, them. now let's 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 talk about that at, at face value. They added one player. Yeah, well, it, it's not like they added one player. They added a generational franchise player. It's not like they added a guy at the end of his career. It's not like okay. they added. But now there's all that added pressure. Of performing for your hometown, like we'll just call it this way, the Parisi effect. I don't think he'll have a problem. Okay, we shall see to after game eighty-two. I don't think he'll have the problem. I think Matthews will have the problem. I think he's going to end up, you know, Matthews being the person that's not going to be a Maple Leaf. <laughs> Any after this season, yep. I, I like we said last week, the week well, before, he's, he's still. He'll be a restricted free agent. Okay. For much longer than, let's put it that way. He might sign that one-year bridge deal to go and be a a UFA. So he might be a Maple Leaf for one more year after this. All right. So we move on from hockey talk to uh, to our famous um, wrestling stuff here. Um, wrestling news and notes. 20 years ago this past Monday... The anniversary, mankind being chalked off the top of a freaking steel cage by the Undertaker. 
20 years. Yep, that's right around the time when I started watching wrestling ago. Yep. I remember. I and all it really was was I mean, if you if you recall, he's started the match on top of the cage, Undertaker ran right up there as much as you can run up a steel cage. Beat the hell out of each other. Stay, you know, suspiciously staying away from the center cage area. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you, 20 years ago, whatever, right? We were whatever age we were. We're looking at it. We're watching. Oh, this is pretty cool. Now you look at it and you go, why the hell were they? St-? Oh. Well, that- <laughs> there's also, you also have to look at the fact that you're looking up. The camera angle almost never shows the ring. Right. What you don't realize are there's people under the ring taking out the wood boards and putting cardboard boxes so that when oh when he fell through the center fell through the center oh yeah that he's falling on a cart well not McFoley in this but if you watch it now right that's what you'll see wow. like you have to just really pay attention like all right oh wow look I'm looking at the top of uh-huh. how come the ring is moving at the bottom <laughs> no I didn't realize that yeah because yeah, no I I never thought about that if you fall what is it's, it wasn't 10 feet, like they used to say with the blue cage. No, it's definitely probably closer to 20 feet. Falling 20 feet I'm onto, flying. yeah, to boards that are underneath a, a leather it's mat. it's got spring, but it's not like no. you're falling on a mattress. A 300-plus pound guy falling on... on and, and you have to make sure that you fall, fall properly. Properly, because if he fell on his shoulder, oh, he's you're, propping, you're, you're popping your arm out. Um, but it's the blueprint... For every hell in the cell, like, are we going to see that this weekend? No, no, you're not. You're not going to see anybody. The only one I could really see falling off of the cage on the rosters now, I could see Samoan Joe. No, I don't think so. Just because he's, I could see him going through it and falling on the boxes, but not off the top of the cage. Kevin Owens can come off the top, and he did. Yeah, yeah, you did. But I, I, there's very few that I could see. And I don't think I don't think Vince would want his guys doing that. And and that's why, it, like the, when there's a Hell in a Cell match, you used to go like, oh man, I gotta watch this. Someone's gonna go through. Someone's gonna go over mm-hmm. off a table or whatever. Now it's just it's. They hit a home run with the first pitch with Undertaker. Yeah. And, and they now, haven't even and, and they can't offers since then. They're just hitting singles now. And you, you, I remember like Rikishi got thrown off of it onto a truck in one of the Hell in the Cell matches. Why is Rikishi in a Hell in the Cell match to begin with? But whatever. <laughs> but now um, the Undertaker's coming back. Yes, and uh, Mick Foley is the special guest referee between um, Taker, Taker, and Triple H. No, 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 no. Hell in a Cell between... Um, um, Roman and... Yeah, Roman and Strowman. Roman and Strowman. Roman and Strowman. There's a tag team for you. It's... Speaking what's of, he going to do? Because he wanted to be part of this. and Because and, the WWE wants pay-per-view buys. I, I, I don't... I'm not buying for someone to ref in. <sighs> I don't right. oh, Here's another guy I could see going off the top of the cage. Oh, of course, yeah. The next story we have here is Bray Wyatt finally getting a push. Perhaps a main event push. Um, there was a. Sorry. That's all right. There was a cryptic tweet um, that was put out um, on his Twitter account that people were um, 
assuming. So basically, it was like he he wrote this huge, like long, hundred and forty plus character tweet, uh, and certain letters of words were um, capitalized. Um, so he he basically says, "I was hindered, sick and abused and abandoned." Uh, he showed me Eden. <laughs> a god I can sell. Um, it was always here. Fix for everything, Mr. Mercy. Behold my children, a master reborn. This is this time, Ja, we change the world. I don't know what the Ja is. <clears throat> who ja are rule? Him and Ja rule? Yeah. Who who are we? Wait for me. Do you see Lucid hashtag resurrect Wyatt? Essentially, the capitalized letters refer to um, him stating it's an anagram. That's the word you were looking for. Was it anagram? Yeah. I'm not that smart. What the hell was it? it was like kill everyone or something like that. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill maybe them all. He's, maybe he's a big Metallica fan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, talk about him and 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 getting back with like the Bludgeon Brothers, which I don't understand because one of the guys like is hurt, ripped his arm, bicep apart, and the other one was wrestling in NXT. NXT for because well, I think he was only wrestling in NXT because it was like you know a twenty minute drive from his home of an upstate New York somewhere, but um. I mean, listen, if, if you look at the current roster, a guy like Bray Wyatt, a guy like Kevin Owens, and who else can you throw out there? You already got The Miz up there. Um, you got Styles. You got Samoa Joe. You, I mean, to a, to a point, you got Nakamura. You, you have Orton. Ambrose. Ambrose can, can elevate. I would think Ambrose and... Um, why can't I always think of his name? Holy shit. Rollins? No, the other one. Roman. Uh, Rollins, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I would, I can picture the two of them, uh, f- hopefully, finally blowing up the shield, blowing up the shield, not, mm-hmm. not, not ripping them apart. Yeah, considering they might be turning heel or something, or like a stone cold heel, because nobody's going to boo them. Yep. Um, you finally put guys like this at the top, and it'll work. I think because, I mean, I think you and I come from that traditional ish vignette wrestler where you try to do interviews backstage and do all these kind of weird fucking things and you get people sucked into the concept or the gimmick yeah and it's not a bad gimmick yeah it's just not it's it's different it's different and it's so watered down now and that that's what uh, that that's what pisses me off most cool intro you know with the the fireflies and it's you can't you cannot not win with that can just have him destroy every Sunday night heat kind of wrestler and get and get himself back up there yeah like just be vicious like beyond vicious I just hope they don't do something stupid like pair him up with his brother and kind of make it like um uh the the ascension the, the varsity club, the varsity club. No, or you end up having like you know making them zombies or some shit like that to follow them along and all you oh, know. Yeah, Midian. Kind yeah, of that shit. kind of crap. Because that—that's what you can see with the B team. I texted this to you uh, the other day when I, I saw them coming out. The B team. If you think about it, right? Mike Rotundo, okay. WWE days known as IRS, and Mister Perfect, one of the, the top five Intercontinental Champions of all time. They have kids. Fine. Their kids are the B team. Yep. Worse than gimmicky wrestler 
wrestlers. Such a high fall off between Bo Dallas. I I thought and Bo Curtis Dallas's Axel. fucking gimmick was going to take off. Which oh the one with the, the signs the Bo leave yeah oh, that could have they it could have but like there are some gimmicks that come out of NXT where I go yeah like Tyler Breeze this isn't going to work this I mean and it's a shame because him Fandango Bo Dallas they are probably good wrestlers they, they have a good look to yes. them it's just you give them a shitty gimmick. And it's yeah, like, oh, great. He's going to come out with his selfie stick. I bet he won't use this in a match to hit somebody. Like, who's ever been knocked out with a selfie stick? Like, be realistic. You know what's even funnier, too? You know how they make those wrestling figurines or the mm-hmm. little, you know, the, the G.I. Joe-esque kind of things? They have a, a Breeze one with a little plastic selfie stick with the, with the camera it's at co- the end. That I get. It's cool. Like, for that. But it's not cool in the ring. Those boots with the fucking fur and stuff on it. Like, it's cool to see it. Like, if he did, yes. if he had a cool move, like he had like a like a, a killer Eddie Guerrero kind of frog splash moonsault or whatever, right. where you see, but the moves are just, ugh. Yeah. If you're going to be a gimmicky wrestler like that, you better have a cool fucking move. Because and if you don't have a cool move where people are like, oh, shit, like that's a cool one move, your character is just going to be a dud. an enhancement. Like you're just going to be the guy that gets fed to Brock Lesnar when he comes back or... Or Strowman when, yeah. when, they, when they have nothing else to... Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's annoying. You know what else is hard and annoying? The 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 the, the concept of these mixed max, mixed match challenges. I I don't understand what the WWE thinks is a good idea when they match a female and a male wrestler in a tag team match. They can't show it in Canada. Why? Because Canada has some rule with men hitting women. But they but they don't. Right now they don't. But that's why they do the mixed match where it's like if a guy gets tagged in. The other guy has, the other to, come guy in. has yeah. to come in. I, I never got it. Like I, I like I don't I always want like yes, I know it's fake. Now I look at it for value add. What's gonna what's gonna make me sit there and go, do I watch Monday Night Football or do I watch Monday Night Raw? Then this week I didn't I watched reruns of Big Bang Theory instead of Raw just because What do I watch on Tuesdays? Do when NCIS comes back, do I watch that or do I watch SmackDown? You know, I want something to draw me in. They right. all lose to hockey when hockey comes back. Of course. That's why we do hockey first. <laughs> they all lose to hockey. But it's like, draw me in. Let, let me, or you know what, when hockey starts, let me on a weekend when I'm not doing anything, let me pull up YouTube and see if I can watch clips or something like that. Like, draw me into it. And I don't, I don't understand this. I don't, even pay-per-views. Like, you have to draw me in. Hell in a Cell used to draw me in. It's not going to draw me in. I, I, I think what killed wrestling was the fact that they went from F to E. Yeah, they went from federation to entertainment. Oh no, 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 no! I, it, what went, what ended the entertainment value wasn't that they went from WWF to E. It's they went from Vince, I run the company, I'll do whatever the fuck I want to do. To now, I have a publicly traded company, mm. and I have stockholders to answer to. And you, yeah, so you went from you um, went from, you went from rated R to PG thirteen. 
Yeah. Or PG. PG, not even yeah. PG-13. The rated R superstar. That was the closest thing they had to being rated R after he started selling stocks. And what was so rated R about uh, about Edge? In real life, he was banging his best friend's <laughs> girlfriend. And then he banged, well, well, he's married to Beth Phoenix? Yes, the Ooh. Glamazon. Ooh. Hey, to each their own, right? All right, so we go to the main top. Well, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, you you put it. <laughs> we posted this on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash hsskpod. <laughs> Courtesy of MZ Production, or promotion, excuse me, on November 9th, 2018, if you are in Rahway, New Jersey, at the Rahway Rec Center, probably with Sam Roberts, you can meet and greet with a very rare appearance by the one and only Zeus. Debo. Debo. <laughs> From. I ain't never been the same. I now in Debo's chicken coop. My mama can come get me. <laughs> you can go and have a meet and greet with Zeus. I'd be confused if he's looking at me. <laughs> Or the person next to me. This is a perfect. This is perfect, perfect. Not Mister Perfect, Kurt Henning. Perfect example of what this show is all about. <laughs> is all about. You take a guy who knows nothing about wrestling, you put him against Hulk Hogan because of a stupid movie. What was his name? Was his name? His name wasn't Zeus. Yeah, it was. In the, in I'm pretty sure it was. No Holds Barred? Yeah, I think so. And Hogan wasn't Hogan in No Holds Barred. Let's see. Was it Terry? <laughs> no, he had a different name. Let's see. That movie was so fucking bad. <laughs> it was. I know. It was, like, it was I terrible. I watch, what was it, The Nanny that he was when he was the housekeeper or whatever? Hogan, I'd rather watch Z- that. Zeus's name is actually Tommy Lister. That I know. But Tiny. In the movie, what's his? He's Zeus in the movie. Zeus in the movie. And, and Hulk Hogan's name was Rip. Rip. That's it. Rip. Rip what? Rip him. Rippy Wrinklestein? I'm going to rip my career up because of racial comments in a sex video with Bubba Love Sponge's wife. Uh, and then pretty much have half your roster hate you when they come back because, oh, they even had Howard Finkel in that movie and Gene Okerlund and Jesse Ventura. Holy crap, did they jump the shark? We're going to have to do another one, like best <laughs> wrestling movies. <laughs> top five wrestling movies no of all time. No holds barred. Write that down. Top five wrestling movies of all time. Okay. <laughs> wow. So with that terrible gimmick, we move into your, the whole topic that we started this with. Horrible gimmicks. Horrible gimmicks. And a lot of these are from the 80s. Of course. Because you know what? Today's... Everything today is is like a super gimmick. Like, I, And I understand. You say, oh, Hulk Hogan. Oh, you, you know, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. That was a gimmick. Uh, then it was more of like... You know, now... But see, the Hogan gimmick made sense. He's all American. Yes. And at the time, it was... The struggles. The Russian versus America. Mm -hmm. So it made sense. But like some of these gimmicks, like you might remember Rosie. I think he's dead. Yes. One of them. They're both dead now, aren't they? Yes. Uh, Yeah. yeah. When the hurricane was around. Let's 
let's be honest, the Hurricane was a stupid gimmick, but it was great for kids. Yes. But okay. and, and Shane Helms as a wrestler, he he's was pretty a, he's a great wrestler. Yes, in, in WCW he kicked ass. Shane Helms, Shannon Moore, Sugar right? Yeah. Uh what was the there was another one that was part of their whole like click. But you might remember when Sugar Shane Helms was doing his uh gimmick in the WWE as the Hurricane, he had Rosie as his superhero in training. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Super superhero in training. Use that anagram. Superhero in... Shit. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Here's a guy that when Rosie <laughs> here's came a guy. in... Huh, here's a guy. If he wears his sunglasses, he can see better. Um, here's a guy that when he came in to the W... Him and his brother, Rosie and Jamal... That was the other one. Yes. When they came in so. as three minute warning. Yes. Or authors of pain, they were just destroying. Oh, yeah, that's what authors of pain is. It's just three minute warning. Look at them. They look <laughs> exactly like Rosie and Jamal. Oh, and you know what? They also stole D'Lo Brown's um uh, oh, yeah. his uniform. <laughs> yeah, He's looking at the real deal now. I'm gonna paralyze you. <laughs> That should have been his finisher. <laughs> the paralyzer in real life. What? But Rosie and Jamal, three-minute warning. They'd come into a ring, kick the living shit out of you, have their match done in three minutes, and then he goes from a devastating wrestler to a gimmick superhero in training where he was called shit. That is total Vince. Yes, and the next one that you mentioned... From 80s. from the high from the highest of highs to a lowest of lows, um, the Repo Man. The Repo Man. Well, he had a he had like an uptick a little bit. He he had some, and I think it's only because of the fact that he was part of fucking demolition. Yep. He was axe in demolition. And he had the rope with the hook at the end of it, which I never really got. Like, was he stealing? Like, did you need that to steal a belt? There hasn't been a good belt stealing <laughs> in the WWE in, in, in a while. Well, whoever, well however they're going to bring back a European or hardcore champion, like you said last week, of, of um, what's his name, going into, into a TV truck and saying, hey, quick, <laughs> hey, you want to do a rap battle? <laughs> uh, Damien Demento was a bad one. I barely remember. Damien yeah, so do, I know that. But didn't he like walk out in like a 1980s like Rico Suave-ish kind yeah. of thing? And like it, it was like it was a precursor to what um, um, the bad guy, uh, Razor Ramon kind of came out to, right? Yep. The goon. Uh, because we have to make a hockey reference. The goon. He had boots that look like skates. Ugh. Oh, my God. Although, didn't he wear like a devil's jersey? He did. He, he wore the like colors. Yes, he did. Ugh. Yeah, I know. Like, did did some did Vince or whoever it was sit down? Uh, it was probably what's his name, Vince, the other Vince, Russo. Russo. All right, we're gonna make you a hockey player. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Huh? You want to yeah. be employed? Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> wrestle with uh, hockey equipment on. Well, then wouldn't I never get hurt? <laughs> That's true. You're gonna punch me in the face, and you're gonna hurt your hand because you just punched glass. I'm gonna have re- I'm gonna have hockey gloves on. His name was Bill Irwin. Oh yeah, Bill Barney William Irwin, the goon. Uh, then there was the big Mortal Kombat in WCW. Wait a minute. 
He was the brother of Scott Irwin? Oh, Scott Irwin? <laughs> Matt Irwin, who plays on the Bruins? That <laughs> Just trying to enforce the fact that he's nobody. sucked. <laughs> Glacier. Okay. The, yeah. The Mortal Kombat era of WCW. Okay. I Okay, it's because I like Mortal Kombat. I like the Glacier gimmick. Okay. I, I, it was cool to watch, okay? How can you wrestle when it snows out? I don't know. The blue light was a little whatever. But then they had to create someone for Glacier to fight. Right. So it was really Mortal Kombat where it was Sub-Zero and Reptile. <laughs> and they came up with Mortis, who, again, it's yep. a shame because Mortis yes. was actually Chris Canyon. Who better than Canyon? <laughs> who was also part of another great gimmick that we couldn't... How did I forget... The triad. Do you remember who the triad was? I'm going to have to look that up. It It was Chris Canyon. Right. Bam Bam Bigelow. And. DDP. The triad? They were called the triad. triad. Why? Because they're all from New Jersey. Bam Bam Bigelow. That was. You think about names from the past. Bam Bam Bigelow. Vader. He's dead too. Yeah. He's dead. We made it another week without a wrestler done. Too. Oh my goodness! That's a, what four weeks now? Yeah. <laughs> Hang um, up. <clears throat> yeah, Mortis. It's a shame because I think Chris Canyon's dead too. I think, mm. I think he accidentally overdosed, killed himself. Um, he he actually came out as being the first gay wrestler. Yeah, and I think that killed his career. Yeah, like and and not not to be a. Like, well, you know, was last time you saw Darren Young. Uh, no, he's he he wrestled for a little bit after he came out. They tried with with with, with uh, what's his name, Backlund, make Darren Young great again. But yeah, okay. But Chris this, Canyon was a good. He wrestler. was. He was. Like, he had good like moves, like mm-hmm. finishing moves. And then he had to come out, and that was it. And. It's crazy to look at this list. Like, how many of these people are fucking dead <laughs> now? Or their careers are dead. The next one, Mike Awesome, when he was the fat chick killer. Gorilla. Mike Awesome. All he did in, in, in ECW was just kick, like, everybody's ass, powerbombed everybody. It was just it was a loose cannon. No, not a... Not a um, Dean Ambrose, loose not, cannon. No, not, and not a... Um, who's the other guy? Brian Pillman. Not that loose cannon. But and then he goes to WCW as the fat chick thriller. Thriller, and he dressed like a seventies pimp. He he dressed like he should belong in the the show, The Deuce. What the hell? I mean, listen. I know we have our low points in life, and we have our our, our quote unquote dignity. But he was he probably when he left ECW. He signed because that's what they were doing. He signed like million dollar deals. I'm sure he did. And, and then if, if they went like, "Hey, you're gonna wrestle as a '70s pimp that likes fat chicks," all right, whatever. I'm still getting my yeah. I'm getting my money. Are you still gonna sign the check? Cool. Yeah. Like we talked about last <clears throat> week, like how much would they have to pay you a year to be midi and running around in your underwear? Mm. Did you think about it? No, I'm still mm. still pondering. Okay. I'm still waiting for Vince to call. <laughs> or Gary, whoever calls first. Isaac Yankum. I, okay. I don't know why you put this on this list, considering that, that can, I mean, um, Isaac Yankum actually had a big feud with, with Bret Hart. Like, I feel bad for Bret Hart. 
<laughs> yeah, but the, the fact that Isaac Yankum turned into Kane. Nah, but we're not talking about him becoming Kane. We're talking about just the, the fact the that fact they made that... a wrestler who was a dentist. <laughs> and he had bad Stop. teeth. Stop. Or IRS. We made a wrestler <laughs> who does taxes. But they made a great pairing with him for the Million Dollar Man. What about Virgil? Virgil's a horrible gimmick. No, but it makes sense that like he was like because if you think about he was a bodyguard for a millionaire. He was a bodyguard, or he was the limo driver. He was the uh, lackey. What the hell was the bot? What was the the limo driver in Arthur? The show, the movie Arthur. Bartle. Limo driver. Arthur. What was his name? Whatever. Is not the actor's name, the real name. Whatever. Uh, let's fine. talk about Eugene as a horrible fucking gimmick, because they didn't go full way. They didn't go full retard. <laughs> like uh, he was, he was a great wrestler. With okay. Nick Densmore. Nick right? Densmore. They signed him. He, his name was hot in the independent scene. They brought him in and they made him a retard and put a white jacket on him. And that was it. It just fizzled. And I don't get what was... I don't think at times when they come up with these gimmicks, they look at what's the end game. Dudley Moore was the guy you're looking at. No, Dudley Moore was... Arthur, Arthur Botch. Who was the... What was the, the limo driver's name? Hobson? Hobson. Okay. Yeah. Great bar in Hoboken. <clears throat> like, what's the end game? Like, okay... We're going to have a guy, and everyone's going to feel great for him because he's special, and he's going to win matches. But what, A, what does that say when he beats somebody? Right. Nobody, nobody's going to go into the ring and say, I'm going to beat the hell out of a guy with special needs. Right. Like, I'm not going to beat a retarded guy. <clears throat> okay? They didn't go full force. Like, they didn't do all the stereotypes that people have about special people. Like, he didn't drool. He didn't, right. You know? And I'm not trying to be insensitive about you know special. But but this is going how Vince took this character. Like, and, what's the end game? Right. Like, is he going to get hit in the head and become normal? Like, yeah, they could have done that. They could have made him Nick Dinsmore. But then what? Ha- then what's the next step for that guy? Oh, that's the guy that used to be Eugene. Like with Isaac Yankum, they had to put a, a mask on him because people would have went, Kane. No, that's Isaac Yankum. It's true. So, like, you can't, like, you have to think about the end games. Like, what's the end game for Tyler Breeze? There isn't any. All right, we're going to let you go. Yeah. When, 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 when the time of the year comes where they have to um, start uh, killing off characters. The Yeti. <laughs> who, who the hell was the Yeti? He, used to, he was a wrestler who oh, came damn. out, like, he looked like uh, the abominable snowman from... I have to look. the red nose reindeer. I have to look. But he had like horns. And I, I'm pretty sure he would like gore you with his horns. You're the 80s wrestler. Why am I bringing this up? I don't know. I mean, I rem- you know what this was? Who is that Mexican guy? Uh, the big, tall Mexican. Psychosis? No, no. The big Mexican guy. Uh, uh, who was part Giant of. Giant Gonzalez? Yeah. It, it looks like a pre thing to the Giant Gonzalez. I mean, they- we could talk about a ton of other gimmicks like the. The, who were the, the the carnival people? They used to be Ron and Fez's song. The oh, oddities. Uh, oddities, yeah. Oh, oddities. 
Who's the, who? Oh, you know who the big fat guy was with the mask? That was John Tenta or Earthquake. Oh, you mean the greatest fucking gimmick ever, the Shockmaster? <laughs> why isn't he on this list? He is. He's the last name, the Shockmaster. Oh, it's on the next line. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> the Shockmaster who had, if you <sighs> want to talk about oh, the worst debut of a wrestler ever, just YouTube, the Shockmaster. I will, I will, I will say this, okay? From a Shockmaster standpoint, okay? The 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 lead up to the hype. the hype could have probably been on the same level as Chris Jericho with the with the countdown clock. But when when the clock hit zero and the Shockmaster came out, he turned into a pumpkin. <laughs> he that he, quick he fell through a wall. <laughs> he, no, he, had, he first tripped. Of all, first of all, he had a f- like a. A Star Wars mask glittered. Oh, well, well, yeah, he had a, a bedazzled Star Wars mask. <laughs> Star Wars mask. He had a fur coat vest. Yes, I remember that. And he had like white tights on, and like I don't remember the boots, but he was supposed to like break through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. And he tripped. And he tripped and fell, and his mask <laughs> rolled. Horrible. And you had Sting, you had Ric Flair, and I think you had Sid. <laughs> Just like they were all trying to not crack up laughing. I would have looked into the if I were any of those guys, <laughs> I would have looked into the camera like fucking Jim from the Office. Like oh Sid, boy. you would have had Sid do it because Sting and Flair would not have done no. that. Sid, Sid would have been like, "What the?" Sid, who had the worst injury ever. Oh, my God. Live TV. A seven-foot guy jumping off the top rope. And the Joe Theismann injury of the dub of wrestling. Oh. I never won. I, I, I tried to watch that on YouTube, and I swear to God, I couldn't. If you put down, like, sports injur- injuries. His is number one. It, it's, well, no, there's a lot of no, soccer. No, no. There's a lot of soccer, oh, soccer guys well. that happen, that happens to them, too. But it's. It's cringeworthy to watch it's that. It's amazing. But there you go. Yeah. Talk about the last story. Apparently the uh, article no longer exists. Because uh, you erased it by it. Yeah, see? You, you, were, you were talking about other stuff, so. That's crazy. If you think about... Uh, let's, let's talk about today. I mean, what horrible gimmicks are there today? Pretty much three quarters of the... Uh, the roster. The roster is... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, who's got a bad gimmick now? Well, if the Undertaker comes back as the American badass, that's a pretty. That's bad a pretty one. bad gimmick. Yes, I don't even understand why the hell they did that to begin with. Like because they didn't want. An, it was after nine eleven. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did and talk they about didn't that. Didn't want a, mm-hmm. an Undertaker considering that people everything just like, happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, Fandango's mm. a pretty bad gimmick. But would you put it? I mean, if you say if you say that's a bad gimmick. You could have who was the what was the other '80s wrestler? Nails. That one was pretty bad. You know, that, Gobbledygooker that, was pretty. Oh bad. Oh my god, Gobbledygooker! Yes. Um, but I think I don't see. I don't think was the Gobbledygooker like. Oh, um, was that the guy who picked his nose? Bastion Booger. Bastion Booger. There was you a go. That's another one. one. That was disgusting. The Mountie. No, the Mountie wasn't bad because the Mountie was just the fucking Canadian version of the big, big boss, boss man. man, right? But yeah. I think, but I think him and him and his tag team partner were like, you know, they were big names from from a tag team standpoint. But there, there's no, if you have a gimmick now, right? 
you don't last long. Like, think about it. On the roster now, other than, like, Tyler Breeze, uh-huh. Bray Wyatt, there aren't gimmicks. It's everybody being themselves and developing their character. Crime Time wasn't wasn't a Crime good gimmick. Crime Time was, yeah, horrible racial. That <laughs> never fly today. Never. Uh, who else? Yeah, there aren't any like no. There's no gimmicks. Gimmicks no. other than those guys, Matt Hardy and his <laughs> gimmick, and Jeff Hardy with his. But I watched a video recently on on Jeff Hardy putting on makeup for, with that with that. Th- Holy crap, he's good at he's a good makeup artist. Right, maybe he'll find his next career after he fucking breaks his neck doing something stupid. He, you know, you know, he's he's like almost over forty, doing swanton bombs off of the top of. He's gonna he's gonna have that Austin surgery. Where oh my he can't god! Turn yeah, his neck. there's gonna be one time where he's gonna flip, he's gonna hit a table, and all of a sudden they're gonna be start doing the X's in the air because they have yeah. to bring out a stretcher. I want heart style. No, how many people have have dropped from this outside of Sting? How many people have dropped down from the from the ceiling since then? Oh, you don't see it anymore. <clears throat> was HBK when he did that, that whole WrestleMania thing? That was before it, right? Before, yeah. yeah. Way before you won't see anybody come out of the ceiling anymore. No, I don't think so. All those the blue blue blazer. That was a terrible gimmick. Yeah, but that was just the hide that it was Owen Hart. Was like it really? when yeah, when uh what's his name? When Hogan put on the American mask too. Mm-hmm. It was like, Oh, who is that? Oh my god, he <laughs> built how can you not tell those meat tits right there? That's Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Meat tits. You've officially now broken High Stakes and Super Kicks podcast. Oh, man. You might have to take a break next week. Really? Yeah. Oh, after 10 shows, we're taking a break already? Come on now. We might. (laughs) Hurricane season. Hurricane season. All right, folks. High Sticks and Super Kicks podcast. HSSKpod.com. You can check us out on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play. Subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe, like, <sighs> like, like. Just make sure that you write reviews for us, positive ones or negative ones. Get with, uh, get in contact with us on social media, Facebook and Twitter, and all that happy horseshit. Um, yeah, so you know, feedback always great. Thank you for the downloads. Thank you for everything else. Um, yeah, episode ten. Holy crap! Yeah, we did ten. We're gonna like do Ty Dillinger, another stupid fucking gimmick. <laughs> There you go. With that, my friend, do you have anything else to say to our fine fine listeners and folks that are out there? Toodles. <laughs>